Hello, and again, welcome to Bit Depth. I'm Santiago Ramones. Across from me is... I'm Alex Henry. How do we know each other? Uh, we go to school together. We've yeah. had a couple classes together. Yeah. We do songwriting together. Yeah, yeah. We never got to write a song no, together. We never and I, like, yeah, I kind of wanted to, too. Because um, um, I think I remember one time... I don't know why this sticks out in my mind. I remember one time... I, like, we were all just sitting around with, like, you know, waiting or, I think, waiting for Dr. Pants to, like, go around and mm-hmm. hear songs. And I, like, played, like, the starting notes of uh, a Modest Mouse song. And you, like, looked over at me and, like, I see you. Uh, <laughs> and I was, like, okay, I want to write a song with him. Uh, <laughs> but then you never... <laughs> yeah, we, we never, never got we never got grouped together. That was the thing. Like he always grouped like the people who could sing but not play an instrument with the people who could play an instrument. Right, right. So I always got grouped. Like I always got stuck with yeah. a, just a singer because I always just wrote all the piano stuff. So yeah, <laughs> like it didn't matter to me. So I was like, whatever, whoever I'm with, it, that's cool. Because yeah. I think at like that class there was like twelve of us or something mm-hmm. like that. So he, he just kept like recycling the groups because yeah. our class wasn't that big. Right. And I got partnered with, like, two of the same people. Yeah, I think like, I did, too. We got, I think, <laughs> I think yeah, I got two same partners. We wrote, we wrote two different songs together. I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. But, sure, yeah. Because we already knew how to work together. So yeah, yeah. It, it worked that way. <laughs> All right. So uh, my actual first question, uh, what do you do? Who are you? Uh, yeah, I, I'm a drummer. So I played drums yeah. in the uh, band Packing Pluto, which you just had you on. Yep, just had us on <laughs> last last episode. So um, that's really what I do. But I'm going to school for drum performance and doing a minor in music production. So okay. I really just wanted to learn the, I guess, the basics of music yeah, production, yeah. just because I was always interested in how like drums were recorded and everything like that, mm-hmm. and how like you capture sounds like that. So I always wanted to be like, hey. I want to get the gist of that and like the yeah. knowledge of that, so it's like it's like, hey, I know how to do this, so mm-hmm. if I need to, I can you know do it on my own because yeah. I already know enough about it. So that was one of the reasons I always got into music production. So I was like, well, that'd be kind of cool to just mm-hmm. at least know that because that'd be <laughs> good knowledge to have. I feel like yeah, yeah. Um, drums are kind of the probably the hardest part. Of the recording process. Right, yeah. Like, so that's what I like, how complex it is. Because yeah. <laughs> you literally have to set up the most for drums. Yeah, most mics, yeah. Especially, <laughs> like, you can do, like, you know, like the Glenn Johns, where it's just, like, one a kick and just two, you know, right. two overheads. And that's cool. And you can capture, like, that old rock and roll sound. But I like going crazy. You're like, you mic everything. Right. So, you know, you always mic the kick, mic two snare. I have another snare, so I mic... So it's two, so oh. it's four mics on two <laughs> snares, and then I have three rack toms, so you always rack those, and mm. then we'll do like three or four overheads to capture all the symbols wow. I have. So it's pretty. Let's add a room mic, you know, if we're on. Sure. If we're down here at ACM on the second floor, right? We can put a couple of room mics down there, mm-hmm. but that's always good. Just it's like okay, so we have like what fourteen mics? Cool. <laughs> right. And then drum editing sucks, and it's it's that falls on to me. Yeah. Since it's like, well, I guess I'll do all the cleaning up and stuff. So yeah. that's, that's always a fun project. Just sitting <laughs> on my couch, just taking four hours, edit drums. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what's been kind of 
the more interesting aspect of learning production and like being on the other side of the kit and hearing and recording like from an engineer's point of view yeah, yeah. okay like so if i'm recording myself or someone else is that what you're yeah um i guess like when i'm in the studio and it's with me and griff mm-hmm. who he and i work really well together um i always like he's on he's running the controls obviously because mm-hmm. i can't man the the controls when I'm playing the drums mm-hmm. but it's always nice to like I just like the studio aspect because it's really cool to hear like what you created mm. and like hear the song broken down it's like oh okay that's cool I can actually hear like the parts and like hear kind of like like the art to it mm. and it's I don't know that's what I kind of really enjoy the studio aspect of just like yeah. Yeah, I like respecting like how like there's just the art of the song that mm. you really don't hear yeah. when it's all together because like when you hear it constructed, like deconstructed, you're like wow, that's really cool. Mm. But I think it's really it's really hard for me, engineering wise, like another drummer, because mm. like I know how I would how <laughs> I would play it. Yeah, and I can't tell him like, hey, mm. do this, do this, because then I'm like, oh, that's not that's, right, right. That's not respectable, and that's like <laughs> like, and that guy's like, who are you anyway to tell me that? Mm. So it's always just kind of like, not nail like. Not like nails on a chalkboard. It was just kind of like I have to bite my tongue mm. because I'm like, okay, well, just think of like positive things to say. Mm. <laughs> because like sometimes <laughs> I can be like, oh, that was terrible. Right. Or like just say like something like, hey, next time try not to like hit so hard. Like we're trying to, you know, like you know, not be so aggressive or something like, you mm. know, try to give like constructive criticism. But that's, I feel like that's always the toughest recording another drummer because you feel like you yeah. know how you would play it, so you're, like, <laughs> trying to, like, overcorrect. Mm-hmm. But that's, like, the hardest issue. Other than, like, other than that, it's cool, like, just being able to... I was working with this guy with a studio project last semester, and he had this first time he's ever been in the studio. Mm-hmm. And so it was a cool... It was, like, you know, we had to work, like, hey, because he wanted to stand and play acoustic guitar. Mm-hmm. And so we're like, okay, if you wanted to stand up, let's put the mics, and, you know, we put two mics, mm-hmm. the two mics set up for acoustic guitar, and, like, all right, you're going to have to stand right here the entire time. Because yeah. he kept, like, turning around right. and, like, moving. And it's like, no, hey, man, if you're going to stand up, you got to stand right in the mics and stand right <laughs> here. And he didn't really understand yeah. the, the concept behind that. That's <laughs> why so I just di it. Yeah. Oh, point. and that's what we ended up doing. We're like, all right. So, if, and then he's like, well, I want to sing too. And we're like, okay. Well, you're not going to sing and play guitar at the same time because we're not going to do that. Like, we're not going to record that way. So I was like, how about we just di you and you can sing all you want to mm. <laughs> while you record guitar because it won't come through the di. Right, and he's exactly. like, okay, that sounds good to me. I was like, all right, cool. <laughs> um, I, I think I probably asked you this on the last one, but how long have you been playing drums? Um, since I was three years old. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, I was just always banging on stuff, and so my parents bought me, like, one of those first act, okay. first act drum sets, yeah, yeah. and uh, I had someone show me to do the crosshand on, like, how to play crosshand on the hi-hats, mm-hmm. so you're playing with the right hand on the hi-hat and the left hand on the snare, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, and that's mm-hmm. the only thing he showed me, the rest of it, I was just self-taught. Nice. I just heard stuff, and I was like, okay, that's cool, and I wa- like would watch videos, especially mm-hmm. like when YouTube came around, I would watch, <laughs> and when I got into metal music, I would watch like all the drummers and stuff like that, because mm-hmm. then like once I would hear it and then see them play, I was like, oh, that's how you do it, and so that was kind of the way yeah, yeah. I learned that way, it's just by ear and just watching. Mm-hmm. What is what is Baby's first beat? Oh, um, <laughs> like the first song I played? Is that, yeah. Or like, man, I think I played... 
The first song I ever played was uh, Spooky. Man, I think it's a one-hit wonder from the '70s, mm. but it's like the it's like this it's like the chorus is like something like in love with like this spooky girl like you. It's so, <laughs> but it was like the first song I ever played because my dad plays key like my dad plays keys uh, okay. and stuff, and so he he played that song on the keys, and I just threw a backbeat behind it. Nice. I think I was like four years old at that time. Cool. <laughs> and then, um, well, I'll keep going on drums. Uh, what has been? the the hurdles that as you get better at drums like there's one thing that you're like ah gosh I can't uh, what are the hurdles as you progress as a drummer um, that keep a you big thing <laughs> for me like I like I mentioned that on the when you had the band on last episode how I I'm a metalhead mm. so like as far as like drumming I've always been in, especially like when I actually was like hey this is something I would love to like this is mm. like something I would want to do for my career and like want to do this was metal drumming because like those guys have fun mm. and it looks so complex and hard mm. and it is because it's the hard, you know one of the hardest genres to play yeah, yeah. musically because people it has a bad rep because it's like oh they scream you can't understand it's like <laughs> yeah yeah but besides that listen to like the musicianship like what they mm. play is incredible yeah <laughs> like, you have to be really it's like that and jazz it's just you have to be a really mm-hmm. credible incredible musician to play stuff like that and so far as me like. Drum wise, like double kick has always been like once I started using like a double pedal, that's always been mm-hmm. uh, not a hurdle, but it's just something you have to build up muscle memory to do like mm-hmm. a lot of like fast speed stuff because yeah, those yeah. are fine muscles in your legs yeah. that you know have to, like to be able to control the pedals that fast. You have to mm-hmm. learn, and so you can't just be like, all right, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go two twenty five right <laughs> off the bat. Like no, that's not possible because you have yeah. no idea how to even stro- like make strokes. Mm-hmm. But as far, like, stuff, like, especially when I got to ACM, there's stuff, like, as far as, like, someone be like, hey, do this, and, like, tell you, it's like, oh, I gotta think about that, like, thinking in time, it's like, Mm. because, like, to me, like, when you're playing, like, you get the count, and you're playing, I'm not counting, like, one, two, three, I'm not thinking that, I'm just, Mm -hmm. like, playing, like, feeling the rhythm, and stuff like that, so I'm not, like, counting in my head over and over, it's like, you gotta feel, it's like, it comes on the end of the three, and you're like, okay, I gotta really think about this one, like, (laughs) so it's just kind of, like, more thinking about, all right, well, there's, like, hits and stuff now that you're not used to, like, Mm -hmm. not, like, not used to playing, but it's just something that you're not used to doing yeah, right? yeah and so it's something that you're kind of like hesitant with and so mm-hmm. i've run into something where like play give me this on like a three and i'm like eh, eh, let me listen to it and they're <laughs> like well you gotta do it like that fast i'm like okay well i'm more of a, like an audio guy so let me so i can pull it up on my phone real quick and play through it a couple times right, I'll, right. I'll get it down but <laughs> i can't do chart stuff because mm-hmm. i played um when i was at ou i played in jazz band there mm-hmm. and like they would give you like the chart like the tr- lead trumpet, basically it's the trumpet two part, because right, that's the right, lead right. trumpet. And it would show you, like, where all the hits and stuff are, because you, you definitely want to, you know, mm-hmm. hit all the stuff, like the uh, swells and everything like that, the right. trumpet, the horns and everything hit. But for the most part, you just want to know where the end's at. Yeah. And so they would have <laughs> drum charts, but they would be kind of useless, especially to me. Like, I grew up playing piano. Like, I took 12 years of classical piano, mm-hmm. so I can read music. But I never read drum music. I never read drum charts because right, I, right. I took band in, like, fourth grade. That was it. Because then I was just like, I don't like that. It's just one drum. I like the drum set. Mm. So I never really got into, I never really got into like school band and stuff like sure, that because yeah. it wasn't as fun as playing a drum set. <laughs> I'm like, one drum? That's not fun. Mm. <laughs> like, we a whole drum set. That's more fun than that. But that was the one thing that it was like, just follow the chart and you can do that. But I worked, the director was so good with how to keep the jazz band together. Mm. It was just, I would really just watch him and he would just give me all the mm. cues. 
That's cool. But it was also really a challenge for me because I'd never played, I'd never had really played a lot of jazz. Mm. So a lot of that stuff's like super fast and like cut time. And yeah. you're, you're doing a lot of stuff you're not used to. <laughs> and like, I'm used to like playing like the kick a lot. And like mm-hmm. the jazz, jazz drumming, you don't use the kick drum a yeah. lot. It's a lot for like accents. Mm-hmm. And so I had to get used to it. I was like, well, that's kind of weird. I'm just using my left foot a lot versus mm-hmm. like what you'd be doing playing a lot of like ones and threes <laughs> and stuff like that. The kick, you don't do that in jazz. Yeah. Um, so it was like jazz sort of like your other genre that you're like, oh, here's like, epic musicians metal and like yeah oh, that's true. That's so true i mean that's that's the two i think genres that are the, like i guess that and like math rock if you want to say mm. too but i guess math rock's like almost metal yeah it's just not distorted metal pretty <laughs> much what math rock is it's just mm. clean metal mm. except with like still the crazy drumming and stuff like that yeah yeah and complex rhythms but yeah i mean jazz drum there's a lot of like i mean I guess Zeppelin's not jazz or metal mm. band, but you know, Bottom got a lot of stuff from jazz drummers like mm. Buddy Rich and stuff like that. But I mean, there's a lot of metal drummers that take um, stuff from jazz guys because you know a lot of those guys back in the 20s and 30s they'd use two kick drums. You're like, what? That's not like, and they like mm-hmm. the, use the double kick thing, but it wasn't double kick. Then it, yeah, it was just, just like, yeah, it was kicks. just two separate kicks. <laughs> it was like, what is going on? And that was kind of like a thing that you know got in, that crept its way into metal. But, yeah, I think that's why it's, like, I like metal so much because I can, like, the screaming doesn't bother me, so I, I love <laughs> listening to it. Yeah. I just love listening. I just also, like, really listening to, like, the musicality of it. It's just mm. like, wow, that's really cool. Yeah, yeah. And, like, how, like, something that's in, like, 15, 16 into, like, 9, 8 ends up into <laughs> 4, 4 because they have to do a breakdown in 4, 4 because why would you do a breakdown in 9, 8? You can't headbang in 9-8 because that's impossible. <laughs> so they have to turn it around and end up back in the four. And you're like, how did they just do that? Mm. Yeah, it's really... Uh, <laughs> that, that's something that I've always appreciated with drummers is that um, you perceive rhythm an, another layer deep than the rest of the band. Um, and so, you know, we might be thinking eighth notes or 16th notes right. and you're you're in the 30 second right, notes yeah, uh yeah. and that's something that while i've wanted to play drums for a long time like i know it's a hurdle there i think the other one is just like the pocket uh i think a lot of people like <laughs> don't realize how hard drums are but i don't think about that because i just always <laughs> like sit down and i can use every limb that way mm-hmm. because i've just trained myself it's always like hey if i'm going to use two pedals like double kick might as well have my left foot do exactly what my right foot can do and might as well have my left hand do exactly what my right hand can do because why not utilize all my limbs if i have four of them like you know if i have two sticks Mm -hmm. then why not actually have utilize two feet too on a kick drum that's my always understanding too it's like Mm -hmm. i don't understand why everyone doesn't like double kick because it's like why be restricted to that that's the only drum you only hit with one thing Mm. like one Mm -hmm. like that's the only drum you can do like every other drum you can hit with two 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 Mm -hmm. what what do you, sticks or ap- yeah, yeah. apparatuses, but whatever, what objects, I guess, I guess two you can't, objects. I guess you can't double hi-hat. No, yeah, yeah, well, well, but you can you can do it with right, two right, hands. Yeah, you can yeah, play yeah. the hi-hat with two hands. You can't play the kick with two hands because that's impossible sure, sure. to get down there and, <laughs> and hit the kick drum. Like <laughs> you have to like, yeah, yeah, you have to reach around and do something, yeah. But, yeah. Um, Ooh, who is your favorite drummer? Um... 
My favorite drummer, um, I said this when you had the band on last week, my favorite drummer is Matt Greiner from August Burns Red. Mm. He's been like my major influence on everything. My kit is kind of set up like his. Mm. Like I, I just like the way his kit's all... He he does the two rack toms and then the one floor tom. Okay. And so I like I like I was like yeah I kind of like the way he like like everything's nice and tight and mm-hmm. he has a lot of symbols like he has seven symbols oh, but everything's really tight in on top of each other mm-hmm. and so I really like that idea and then there's another drummer who's from the same town from the bands from the same town which they're not a band anymore but they're called Texas in July. Mm. And that drummer is called named Adam Gray. Mm. And I've met him and hung out with him. I hung out with him at a show for like two hours before just me, him, and a buddy. And we just talked about drums and just life in general. And just this guy was really cool. And then we saw him again at another show and still hung out with him. And, you know, the same thing like that. And he was the coolest guy. But uh, that guy is just a technical freak. Like Mm. just the stuff he does on the kit. I'm just like, Mm -hmm. how? (laughs) <laughs> like, I can't even fathom it. So I'm like, I'm not even going to try that. Like, because, mm-hmm. like, the stuff he plays, like, I've only tried to play, like, pr- I can only probably play, like, three or four of his songs. <laughs> and then it's just like, what is that? But like, And then it's, but those two, it's probably those two guys are just a huge influence on me just mm-hmm. because the way, the way they play and the way I like how they make the kit so musical. Mm-hmm. And that's not a lot of, that's, you don't see a lot of drummers do that. Yeah. Um... Is there more to impressive drumming than just speed? Oh yeah, oh yeah. There's a, you know, speed. Speed is impressive to begin with, but if you have controlled speed, that's the really mm. the main thing you want to have. Um, you know, there's just stuff that um, I'm working with my drum instructor here, Matt Duckworth, mm. who's the drummer of Flaming Lips. Yeah. Uh, he <laughs> he doesn't use a lot of double kick stuff, but he loves working on stuff with me because he's like that's he's like i've never he's like i don't do a lot of that stuff so it's cool to like think of like concepts and stuff mm. and uh he and i did like he he and i've been working on like how to break down like 16ths into like feet and hands so you do like uh 1e on the feet and then oh yeah, and, yeah. Uh, so it's like so it's something like that and you're like oh that's a broken 16 that sounds so awesome and mm-hmm. like have like different variations how we do them but then there's also like a speed drill that i've that I've been working on somewhere else and he like added like another layer to it. So it mm. starts out, it goes eights, um, triplets, sixteenths, <laughs> thirty seconds, sixteenths, triplets, eights. And so you just going keep up going and up and back yeah. down, up and down. And so that's a really, really good way to get the control down because you're going from mm-hmm. eights and, and you all, the, the goal behind it's like, oh, I can do eights and uh, triplets with one hand. It's like, no, that's not the goal. The goal behind it is do bam, 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 like actually stroke out each yeah, thing yeah. with each. And so it's the case, same thing with the feet. So we'll do it with the feet. And it's really <laughs> cool because you get up there and it's the craziest thing is going from it's getting that triplet to the 16th to the 30 seconds. And it's coming from the 30 seconds back down to the 16th. You're like, mm. woo! And <laughs> it's like fast, 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 fast. And that's, uh, that's all. Yeah, yeah. It's, that's all control thing. But that's where the speed comes becomes control it doesn't become speed anymore mm-hmm. and i think that's more important than like what people that's what another thing what people don't realize when they run into like i want to play double kick it's like well are your left foot and right foot completely different it's like what do you mean it's like well can you keep court like can you keep quarter notes or eighth notes on rhythm on the hi-hat while you're playing a beat on the kick drum mm. it's like what, what do you mean like can you keep time with your foot on your left foot doing something different from your right foot they're like well no it's like well then you'd have a real hard time playing double kick right right (laughs) because guess what your feet are doing different things Mm -hmm. um 
it, what's the importance of gear when playing the drums? Like the having the right drums, having the right cymbals. Oh the... well, so if like so up at the school right now, like we have the band, we have to practice up here at the school because we mm. don't have anywhere else to practice. Mm. So it's just like, well, what am I going to need? Well, I'm going to need my double pedals, mm. and really, that's the only thing I really can <laughs> bring up here at the school because they have everything else. But like. As far, and that's too, like, we've played a show where it's like, hey, the back line, we're providing a drum set. It's okay. Okay, well, that's cool. I don't have to worry about bringing cymbals. It's like, well, I guess I should bring a cymbal stand with a china on it because not a lot mm-hmm. of people put chinas on their drums. So right. I'm going to need a china cymbal and I'm going to need my double pedals. So that's what, like, that's like the two essential things I need. But mm-hmm. if I have my kit, it's game on. Because, <laughs> you know, I use splashes and mini chinas and little, like, chinas, and I use a bell on top of my ride instead of, a, <laughs> instead of the ride bell. Um, well, what are you, like, most proud of on your kit that you're like, oh, I'll, I will wail on that thing anytime, and even though everyone hates it, I'll, I love I it. I mean, China's, China, I mean, you, nothing beats a good sound of China, <laughs> but I mean, uh, the double pedal, a double pedal too. Like I, there's a lot of stuff. Like I don't want to say I overuse it, but like I use it in a way that like you wouldn't think for like the packaging Pluto stuff. Mm. Just because it's like I, I guess that's just like the way I hear the song and the way I want to like add drums to it. I'm just like mm. that would sound cool, and it's not <laughs> like anything. It's like oh that's just heavy. It's just like well, I think that just sounds cool because you don't hear that a lot. You don't hear mm-hmm. doubles kicks on a lot of like non-metal music mm. and so that's the kind of like the thing that i like is like what we do i guess we're prog rock so it's like <laughs> i guess that like just the thing i like is just having a distinct sound to like mm. to the drums like it's not like i'm overdoing it or overplaying it but i just like having a really rock solid part pretty much like what john bonham does was led zeppelin mm. like it's just like that what he does is crazy but it fits so well yeah yeah um, it's just something where it's just like i always like to have like a part for the drums, not just, like, a backbeat that's boring. Right. Um, can you tell the difference between, like, an expensive kit and not a... Um, <laughs> I mean, it, it all depends on how you can tune the drums. Mm. Like, I don't really have that... Like, the most, like, expensive stuff in my kit's my cymbals. Like, that re- like that's mm. mainly more important to me. Like, the cymbals, and I have two uh, custom-made snares. Mm. um that like are my babies and then other than that like everything else on my kit i wouldn't say it's relatively cheap but it's like not like the high-end gear like my Mm -hmm. my just like my rack toms like my toms for my drums are just like the yamaha stage custom Mm. birch shells like they're just you know basic like they cost i think the toms together i just bought them individually um together were like uh they each were like 150 a piece Mm. And then yeah. the floor tom was like two fifty, so like they're not that expensive sure. drums. But if you know how, if you put the right heads on them and you know how to tune them, they sound mm-hmm. great. And that's like the thing about me is like some people don't know how to tune drums because yeah. it'll drive me crazy. Like especially like coming up to the school, and um, this is all a preference thing as sure, well sure. too, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. Uh, but it will drive me crazy coming up to the school and like putting my pedals onto a kick drum, and it's just like nailing a brick wall and you're like how can you play a drum that tight and so like because i love i like i like basically being able to sink into the head and feel every stroke Mm. because especially like when you're doing double kick stuff if it's like hitting a brick wall it's gonna hurt so bad like Mm. your legs are gonna hurt like yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) like your shins are gonna be on fire because you don't your legs 
there's no give. So right. it's just no shock absorbent, nothing. It's mm-hmm. just right into, it's just the <laughs> reflexes right into your legs. And so I like to be, I like being out, basically like playing into a pillow almost. I like to be mm-hmm. able to just feel every punch because right, one, right. it feels good and it doesn't hurt your, like it doesn't yeah. hurt like it put any strain on my legs. It's not like, oh, it's coming, like the, the rebound, there's yeah. no rebound because you're just sinking right in. Mm-hmm. And that's what I like about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, speaking of like, having your legs be tired. I mean, out of the instruments in a contemporary band, you are doing the most oh, yeah. work. Oh, yeah. I'll sweat, <laughs> yeah. I'll sweat the most. Like, um, We played a show this past Friday down at Norman at Bison Witches. We played a, I think it was like a two-and-a-half-hour set or something like mm. that. And, you know, after the first set, I had, I was just wearing like a cutoff, like, like one of those, you know, I think it was like one of those, you know, the shirts they give out at the Thunder Games, mm. that's, which are all like double XLs, <laughs> you know, like because they're just giant shirts. I just cut the, it was just like, I just cut the sleeves off and it was just mm. wearing that because it was that nice that day. <laughs> and I think like I got off stage and I was pulling my in ears off behind my back and I was like, oh, they're kind of stuck to my shirt. And I was like, oh man. And like my <laughs> shirt was just sopping wet. Yeah. And then we got, and then we, of course, we played another set after that. And then uh, I got back up, uh, back up here to the city. And I just took my shirt off. I was just like, oh, that's great. Like, just soaking wet. I was yeah. like, yeah, man. Like, no one, no one sweat. Like, no one sweats <laughs> like a drummer, especially like if you're playing like stuff I do, like, <laughs> like using all of your limbs and stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it gets, it's a good workout though. Like, it's not like it doesn't exhaust me. It's just like, I know I'm going to sweat and have a good time. So it's really right. just, and it's a good high. Like, no one, I guess no one really, if you're, unless you're, if you're not a musician, you don't understand like that music, like that high you oh, get yeah. off playing shows. <laughs> it's just like, it's such a great high. And I, I also think that drummers have the most fun. Yeah. Yeah. They do. That's, the, I, that's the saying. It's, you know, guitarists get the girls, but drummers have the most fun, <laughs> which is true. Like, uh, like they, uh, for the most part, like that is true. But like, yeah, no one, yeah, I, and I have the best seat in the house, too, because I can see everything. Like, mm. that's what I like about it, too. It's like I can always see the crazy stuff going on. <laughs> yeah. Um, hearing damage. Uh. <laughs> yeah, that's the good thing, though. In-ears are, in-ears are great. Mm. Uh, have you, I mean, have you dealt with much hearing damage? No, have I have. No, I have not. I've been, I've been, I've been very, very uh, aware of needing my ears for this business so it's kind of very useful to have your ears so I've always I think once I got to ACM I knew like a lot of guys were like hey play with click track stuff like that I was like yeah I've always wanted to get a click track but I never bought one because I wasn't playing in a band so why do you need a click track if you're not playing in a band sure so I I think I bought a click track and then I bought a uh bought some in-ears about like the sure se 535 Mm. in-ears that got like 40 decibels. I was like, oh, that's nice. Ooh. And also, like, the nice thing about it, it's like they're great drumming headphones because I can just put them on and it's pretty much, I, instead of like putting like the regular like iPhone earbuds that I would use before and just cranking the volume on my phone mm-hmm. and just playing because you'd have to have it louder because, you know, the cymbals and everything right. bleed through your headphones. <laughs> it was nice to be able to just have the in ears in and like, it's like, oh, I can put my music kind of regular volume right. like I'd be listening to it on an airplane or something and I mm. could play drums to it so that was another thing that's like those were really essential things t- for me mm-hmm. to have because like well one click track's great like other than like you know you can buy like those on your phone but like having actually like a physical click track's great mm-hmm. and then in-ears well, yeah those are bad <laughs> those, those save my hearing yeah uh, <laughs> so much 
what advice do you have for someone who's starting to play the drums? Um, man, that's a great question because I've always been like, I've always been not terrified, but like I would be like, I don't know how I would teach somebody how to play the drums <laughs> because what worked for me probably wouldn't work for you. Mm. And um, I guess the thing is just like don't get discouraged when you can't figure something out. Like mm. I like I have not a short temper, but, like, there's something that's, like, it, I'll get really frustrated. It's, like, I can't figure this beat out, and I've been mm. working on it, like, 20 minutes. Like, well, you know, sometimes you're going to have to take 20 hours to figure out that yeah, beat, you yeah. know? You don't know. Like, sometimes it takes me a day to just figure out one pattern that I've wanted to do it, and especially, mm. and it's really just discipline and, like, how hard do you want to work on this? Yeah. And so and that's, a, like, the tough thing for me. I'm not... I've never thought about music, I guess, like, I've never counted wise, so it's, like, for me, like, that's something I still have to work on for myself is playing, like, playing and, like, um, like oh, this this hit's coming on the end of three, I gotta get it ready for this, you know, I gotta count, I actually be counting yeah, yeah. in my head, and it helps when you have a click, because you can actually mm. hear, you know, you're like, okay, well, that's one, two, three, okay, there it is, like, and mm. figure out where it's at. Um, that's still something that I struggle with and work on, because that's not something that I'm used to doing, mm-hmm. and it's, it's, kind of out of my comfort zone so it's something that I know I need uh, that I have to have more work on that is like being able to um count not count while I'm playing but I guess like be more conscious of where I'm at like where like be like okay like how to you know how like how to like dictate someone out something out to somebody because Mm -hmm. someone's asked me like you know like when I've played like a breakdown or like a rhythm or it's like how'd you do that I'm like like I I can't tell you how I played it because I'm like ooh I should just did it man like yeah. and so that's something that like i know i need to work on as a you know a drummer like <laughs> better way to communicate and like mm-hmm. actually be like oh i did you know this is like this was like a pattern like or this was kind of like this polyrhythm or you know it was a mm-hmm. character or an asiato or something like that uh versus <laughs> being like oh, i don't know i just did it because yeah. that's a, that's a part like that i kind of run into it where it's like i did this and like i know it sounds cool and i know how it works but it's yeah. like i can't you how I yeah, like yeah. I can't explain it to you so I think that w- that's the thing that I think I would struggle with like if I was teaching somebody drums mm. because I'd be like you can't figure that out well, come <laughs> on man get it like because that, it. well yeah because that's like that's the way I did it so like I like mm. I wouldn't know how to I don't think I would have enough patience for that for to teach somebody else. Like mm-hmm. that's what I always feel like. But I mean, who knows? I probably could if I really <laughs> if I like put my mind to it. I could, but. Yeah, that's what the advice I would give to somebody is just don't give, don't get discouraged when you can't figure mm-hmm. something out because I know it sucks. Like it's really frustrating. You're like, oh, I should be better than this. Why can't I figure it out this yeah. fast? I can't. Like this is really frustrating. But no, like you're gonna struggle with stuff. And guess what? If the stuff you struggle with, it, it's gonna be so rewarding when you finally can do it. Right. Because it's like, wow, I, I it's like, wow, I not exercising demons, but it's kind of like, oh, I got the monkey off my back, or it's kind of <laughs> like, wow, you know, I did something that I didn't, I didn't think I could be, you right. know, I could do. So it's kind of like a. The thing it's like, wow, it's a good benchmark or like a way to make yourself proud because it's like, look, I, you know, I didn't believe that I could do that and look, mm-hmm. look, I'm doing it now. So that's, and I've thought about that a lot of things. Like when I was learning like how to play like specific patterns and beats like that, I was like, oh, I'll never get this and, mm-hmm. and get mad and stuff. And then like the light bulb clicks, or you just like, you played it out. You're like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah. And you're like, oh my God, I'm so glad I figured that out because <laughs> that's such a good tool to have in mm-hmm. my kit. Like, so it's very rewarding to be able to like, yeah, yeah. Actually, figure it out once you do it. So just don't <laughs> get discouraged when mm. you run into a problem. Um. Awesome. Uh, you also play keyboard and go on the other side with the piano. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I do play piano. Yeah, I grew up playing. Both my parents played piano. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, my dad actually sang in a boys' choir. Like he was a professional singer mm-hmm. as a kid, and he mm-hmm. has perfect pitch. So it's really, oh, it's really annoying because it's like <laughs> you play something, he's like, "That's not a C," or you sing something, it's like, "Why can't you hit that?" And so it was always really hard to like be singing with him or singing next to him because he's such a good singer mm. and he has that good of an ear where it's like you're off and he, like he can tell you're off when you're like no I'm not it's like no you're flat or like no you're sharp it's like yeah, how yeah. do you know that and it's, <laughs> but it's like his ear's so good so he he can't like he can read music that way but he plays more like his crazy like it's like hey dad can you learn this song and you'll play it for him he'll pick it out and like two minutes later he has the whole mm. song figure like oh come on yeah. really and so that's what's really <laughs> cool and my mom she took like piano le- like classical piano lessons growing up and she mm. always when I was a kid I mean still to this day when I go home she'll still have music books open she'll just be playing songs from because she just enjoys playing piano yeah um and so they made me and my older sister take piano lessons growing up, mm-hmm. and um, I never liked it. <laughs> One because it wasn't the drums, and I just sure. hated. I hated playing like classical music. When I was a kid, I didn't really understand why I hated it. I just hated the idea <laughs> of someone telling me something to do too. Exactly. You know? And so I didn't like. I didn't like the piano lessons and stuff, and I didn't like. Like the the crazy thing that what I could do is I got being able to hear I got that from my dad so like what my piano teacher would do what she would be like she of course she'd be sitting like on the upper octave of the piano (laughs) bench but she would be she's like oh here's this part and she'd play it out on the piano I'm like oh that's how that goes I was like can you play the rest of that for me (laughs) and she'd play it so then when I got home I knew how it sounded so I knew how to play it so I was still reading the music but I was also utilizing what she gave me because I was like wait I know what's right now because I heard it Mm. and so she would get mad when I would do stuff like that I was like what I'm learning the song I was like and I have to memorize it to begin with so why are you getting mad and (laughs) so I never I never understood why she was like but you're not reading the music I was like no I am but this is just helps a whole hell of a lot yeah, more yeah, than yeah. what I'm doing. Like, it makes mm-hmm. it that much faster. And I guess she couldn't understand that because she couldn't do that. Mm-hmm. And so that, I clashed my piano teacher a lot about that stuff. But <laughs> I would do, like, the stuff we do, like, I would go to, like, all those competitions, like the Sonata competitions oh, and, like, oh, what, I can't remember, like, the... Um, we would have like a fall competition, a spring competition, a mm-hmm. summer competition. Like all those, you'd have to go and take a theory test too. So I always was good at music theory too because right. I had to learn all that. <laughs> and then, man, when I got to OU, that kicked my ass. That music <laughs> theory is on crack. And I was like, yeah, I didn't go this far in my music theory stuff. Mm-hmm. Like we didn't do all this, uh, <laughs> like all these crazy complex sevenths and all this like stuff mm-hmm. listening for this. Like no, didn't, didn't do this. Right. Oh, extended chords and then set theory, twelve tone. Yeah, we were doing twelve tone stuff, and we did like oh, I can't even think of the name. What is it? The where you have to like transcribe stuff out. I can't. Uh, RL skills. No, not RL skills, but it's like a type of oh, uh, counterpoint. We had to do oh, counter yeah, yeah, counterpoint yeah. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like that was like the second week of theory, and I was like, oh, what about the grand staff and like the key skills? Like, oh no, you guys learned that last week. I was like, oh, the first week of class we learned the key skills. <laughs> okay, this is going to be a fun class. Yeah. Like, woo! <laughs> like, you thought that was going to be the whole semester you'd learn, like, all the different keys. So you're like, oh, no, that was last week's stuff. You're like, oh. Yeah. Ooh. Everything stacks. Ooh, that's rough. Um, what was what was the hardest thing that you had to play on piano? Oh, man, the hardest thing I had to play on piano was, I think it was my, i say it's my sophomore year. It was, I forget, it had to be a sonata or um, maybe it was like a sonatina 
in C or something like I know it was, it was a Beethoven song mm. and um I couldn't get it like for the li- there was this middle part that kept tripping me up because it was the left hand was moving in a scale, which was just a scale, but it was doing in 30-second notes going oh, back and geez. forth. And so you're having to do that with the left hand, and you were pounding out 16th chords with your right hand, and it was just like, woo! Like, yeah, and so yeah. that was one, I I can't remember what the song was, but I remember that that being the toughest part I couldn't get forever. And I remember there was times that I would get like, you know, like my parents had a... Uh, like a baby grand Yamaha mm-hmm. in the in the living room we'd practice piano on and man I would get mad and just like slam my hands on the keys and just mm-hmm. I couldn't figure it out mm-hmm. and and that was really frustrating when like the stuff like that because it was just like and like when you do that on the drums like guess what you can just go around and hit a fill and hit some cymbals and mm-hmm. you know take some frustration off what do you right, do on the right. piano when you can't get it <laughs> I would just like slam my hands like oh you can't really do, shouldn't be doing this on a grand piano but not right. thinking I'd be like god damn it just like slam my hand like just being pissed because i couldn't get a part down mm-hmm. but i remember like that was that was the hardest the the hardest thing for me was doing like was getting that part of that song i can't remember what exactly the song was but i know mm-hmm. i think it was a some some sonatina or some sonata and c or something like that i think i can't i can't remember what i think pathetique might be but i can't it may not even been a beethoven i can't yeah. remember that was so long i can't yeah, remember yeah. and that's the one thing that i kind of the one, I guess, it's not a regret, but the one thing I can't, I guess I'm mad about piano, it's like, we were taught to memorize all those songs, and mm-hmm. after them, I can't remember them. Like, I go back, and I wish I could play all that stuff, right. but I'm like, I memorized all that, and once I was done with the competition or whatever, yeah, just, I didn't play it again. Yeah. And so I would never, like, and so that was the one thing that kind of, like, was frustrating. I was like, man, I wish... I would have learned more than just learning how to like basically what kind of like what they make you do in school basically it's like learn all this learn all this regurgitate it regurgitate it forget it mm-hmm. right pretty much like the same thing it's just like well mm-hmm. that's kind of useless because <laughs> I can't even play these anymore yeah um do you still play piano oh yeah I play piano like that's that's how I write all of the songs I write especially when I'm writing stuff for PFB or just in general mm-hmm. writing my own stuff. That's all right. I can't play guitar, so right. um, I play piano, and that's kind of like the best way to, for me, it had to like dictate stuff out and like chord wise to work with stuff. Mm-hmm. I enjoy writing stuff on piano. Yeah, yeah. Um, how has your drum playing affected your piano playing, and vice versa? Um, well, I mean, both of them are contrary to what some people believe both of them are percussion instruments mm-hmm. some people will say like no a piano is a string which is like no guess what mallets it's, when you hit the keys mallets are striking the strings yeah it's a percussion instrument it's a percussion instrument but um i think like a lot of it like as far as like my playing like my piano teacher would always say like i would play so percussively because i was used to like actually like yeah you know actually like yeah hitting things like actually like (laughs) quarters quarter like actually making them like Mm because i would always she would always say like you have a really heavy hand but it's like well i was just so used to actually like Mm -hmm. dictating like rhythm stuff out then it was it was just so easy Mm -hmm. to press down the keys um but i think a lot of like being able to do um i've been playing a lot Recently, like, writing stuff, I've been messing a lot with, like, seconds and ninths and Mm. stuff like that because I like the way... I mean, seconds seconds are basically... Seconds are sevenths. It's just... it's I like playing a second better than the way, like, a seventh sounds because Mm. you can move and do, like, the... Like, like take like a G chord. You can do like G A B and have like just hold like a G. You could even be a G minor if you want to, but like mm. it sounds really cool with that A 
mm-hmm. in there. And so, like, I've been messing around with, like, like writing with, like, a song with just, like, C second to G second to A second to F second. So, like, something like just having all seconds in it because I like mm-hmm. the way seconds sound. And that's something that I've been messing with recently and doing, like, triplets and stuff like that with, like, <laughs> how to, like, doing, like, you know, like, doing making the left hand, like, like a you know a moving bass line or something like mm-hmm. that left hand like moving like triplets or something like that and that's something that's like I've kind of not like transferred to the kit but like I've been doing trying to like make myself play like more like experiment more with like triplets and stuff mm-hmm. like that because it's kind of they're kind of cool yeah yeah is is there like a, a melodic way of playing drums in a way I mean I guess it depends on the genre I mean, I guess, like, <laughs> pop drums, you could call it that. I don't know. Like, I mean, it really, I guess, like, whatever, I don't even know who, like, I, I can't even tell you a renowned pop drummer, but, like, <laughs> whoever, I guess, like, Taylor Swift's drummer, like, I guess, like, mm. he would play, like, in the pocket and stuff like that. He's mm-hmm. not going to be doing, like, a lot of crazy, like, sure, fills sure. and, like, stick tricks and like all you know like tossing sticks up and stuff because guess what they're there to see taylor swift not the drummer right um but i guess like playing with for pop i guess you could say like you're playing like mm-hmm. really like melodic and like really like sure sure conform to like what you're doing like don't go off the beaten path like mm-hmm. you're playing four on the floor you're just playing like this right. basic backbeat right and um at, at this point taylor swift's drummer is <laughs> probably just a drum machine so well yeah now yeah, <laughs> yeah i don't know what she's doing now, i don't know what what happened to the tim mcgraw taylor uh well she said so she's dead no, uh, i guess so i mean yeah i mean yeah uh but um how has your experience i mean you you grew up with music and being in a musical family how is that sort of shaped going into music school and how is that different from just like learning from your family or getting private lessons and then going into like a school setting all right um i think like i don't know i've always been around music so i've always wanted to do it like there Mm -hmm. wasn't like there wasn't anything else like growing up that like really like i gravitated more than to like the drums Mm -hmm. like that was basically like the like my first love was like playing drums because that was something that I was like so naturally good at Mm -hmm. like I don't know how it happened I just my like my mom said like I was two years old I would just be banging on stuff and I would be in rhythm it wasn't just be like (laughs) it wouldn't just be like random like hitting and tapping like I would Mm -hmm. be on rhythm and I would always like bang along like to songs and stuff Mm -hmm. on rhythm and so like that's one of the reasons they said they bought me a drum kit they're like well if he's Mm -hmm. gonna just keep hitting stuff might as well just get him like an actual thing he can hit like Mm -hmm. but yeah, that, that's that's the kind of the uh, that's the thing that like I don't know like I've been around music my whole life so I don't it would be weird not to like imagine myself not going into music like mm. I tried to like when like I was a senior in high school like I was planning on going to like this school out in L A that's basically what ACM does but it was in mm. L A and um, like I I got in and I was gonna go. And I wasn't going to go for drums. I was going to go for voice. Okay. And so um, then I, uh, my parents were like, well, we really don't want you to move out to L.A. by yourself at 18. And I was like, okay, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, they'll eat you. Right. They'll well, I mean, well, but, I mean, I can understand from, like, coming from, like, a parent's perspective. Like, oh, we don't want you, like, especially coming from, like, a rural town in Oklahoma, like, right into L.A. Like, yeah, it'd be kind of weird. So, yeah. like, I can understand, like, they're like, wait, why don't you go to college and get, like, 
a four-year degree, then you can move out there or something like that. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. And so uh, I went to college, and I had no idea what I wanted to do <laughs> because I always wanted to do music. Like, I always knew mm -hmm. I wanted to play drums in a band, and I wanted to be a music producer of some sort. Like, I mm -hmm. always wanted to do that. And so I got to college, and I'm like, what the fuck am I doing here? Right. Like, I'm like, okay, I'm just going to have a good time then. I think, like, when I got into school, I was a – I hated it. Like, I hated – going to class and I changed it like a week afterwards like right when you could change that and I completely changed my major but I was a um, a business business marketing mm. and accounting class I was like no thank you like after the first week I was like this is not fun and I had like macroeconomics or something like that mm. and I hated that class too I was like this is not fun why am I doing this yeah. and so I switched to like a classical music degree just to I was like oh, at least I'm singing in choir and doing something right. like at least something that I enjoy doing and then uh, <laughs> I was going to East Central at the time and then I transferred to OU and was doing the same classical music thing and that just burned me out. And mm. so I was just trying to, like, find something to yeah, do. Because yeah. I always was like, hey, I've always wanted to play. Like, I was like, my whole life, I always wanted to be in a band, mm -hmm. wanted to tour, wanted to do. Like, that's, like, been the dream. Mm -hmm. And so I was, like, like I was really unhappy at the time because I was <laughs> going, and going to OU and I wasn't following, like, my dreams. Mm -hmm. So I then found ACM. And it was kind of like, oh, back, like lights back on. I know, like, yeah. I know, what, like, oh, okay, cool. Let's chase this dream now, because actually, <laughs> now I can actually, I have the foundation to do it now, other mm -hmm. than like trying to like <laughs> find some. Like, I couldn't find anybody to play with either, like mm -hmm. at school or anywhere. Like, no one played guitar, and so it was like really frustrating. <laughs> I was like, I guess I just play, keep playing metal music on my drums. Like, that's yeah. all. I'm, I'm just keep. Yeah, practicing and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. um, so, like, that's always what I want to do is music because I've always been around it my yeah. whole life. So I don't think I can, like I said, I've tried doing the other thing yeah, and yeah. it wasn't fun. So, like, I know I know now, like, I want to do, like, I don't really care. Like, just mm -hmm. something in the music industry. And, like, I know, like, if, you know, I work hard and stuff, like, I will actually achieve that dream of, like, touring <laughs> like I want to. Like, I know, like, that's definitely, like, not, mm -hmm. that's definitely, like, not, an impossible dream now mm -hmm. i know that so that's actually cool yeah um did your parents have a problem with no no they've always been that's what i really like they've always so. been no they've always been supportive of everything i've done so that's really like i'm glad i actually have like parents like that other than like i know man this like broke my heart the other day we were playing up a show up a, a sh like a punk show up in tulsa we mm. were so out of place at it but <laughs> we were playing this punk show and this the band before us was playing and i was like i kept seeing you guys were um swapping out drummers i was like what's the story of that he's like yeah well our drummer um his mom told him he couldn't play drums in a band because beast would get him nowhere and i was like oh, 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 oh well, did he punch his mom in the face like like i was just like well wow she's a bitch like yeah. i couldn't like man that would suck i was like man like that's terrible parenting like but i was just like i couldn't imagine if my parents were like no that's not gonna get you anywhere like they're like no like you want to do that go do it like that's what mm. like i'm so glad i have parents that are supportive right, right. Of, like that because like once he said that i was like man that must like that's a terrible parent like that's yeah. a terrible parent like why would you tell your kid that like no sorry you can't be like you can't do that like mm -hmm. what okay <laughs> I, I would almost even like trust it more coming from your parents who are both musicians it's like hey no really you probably shouldn't do music and it's like dang they know <laughs> right i mean like and like i mean like i know i'm aware like you know you can't I mean, we talked about this on the lap, like the lap, when you had the band on last episode about like there's not a lot of like there's not a lot of glitz and glamour to it like mm. 
just like, oh, what'd you make tonight at the bar? Like, oh, I made 280. Woo, 280, man, that sounds pretty good. And it's like, wait, there's five of us. Yeah. I mean, it's not like, so it's like really like, man, you got to, yeah. yeah, like it's, <laughs> you got to be, you got to be willing to mm-hmm. be on the struggle bus a while <laughs> to be successful. Like, this is not for the weak at heart. Like, yeah, yeah. And I mean, we do a lot of work. We rehearse for hours to yeah. play a show that's going to have to be divided up four ways, five ways. Yeah. And then for in front of maybe 15 people too, you know, and like, and that's like the other thing It's like, I've run into like working with people, um, where they're like so negative. It's like, no one's going to show up. It's like, okay, man, who cares who, if, Mm -hmm. you know, I don't care five people here or 500, I'm going to play the same way Yeah, and I'm going to perform the same way. So Mm -hmm. I don't give a damn if five people are here, man, guess what? That's, that's not zero. And guess what? I'll still have a good time. Mm -hmm. Like you can't be negative about it because guess what? You'll just drive yourself insane. Right. And that's why, like, and you're not going to ever be happy if you're always negative about stuff, mm. especially in, like, this industry, man. Like, <laughs> you can't be negative about stuff because it'll eat that. That alone will eat you alive before the industry does because mm. you'll drive yourself insane. <laughs> uh, you set up a good segue for me to go into the other half of the podcast, which is uh, talking about spirituality and stuff, talking about being positive or, um, you know, looking forward to stuff. Um, but my question to start is uh what is the role of spirituality or religion in your life Hmm, that's a good question i don't know like i grew up like going to church and stuff like that but like i I don't know like i've tried like i kind of want to like i'm not saying like i'm on a path to figure out what i want to (laughs) believe but like i really want to like learn for myself like Hmm. what I believe Mm. like and what like because like what I've noticed especially like not going to church for the last four like not being home so I've been going to church and like looking at it from the outside looking in man that stuff some of that stuff sounds crazy (laughs) and it's just like and like the like the insane fact where it's like you can be a Methodist you can be Baptist you can be like Mm. like all this it's like why do you have all these different like denominations? <laughs> you guys believe in the same God, and mm-hmm. they're like, no, we don't. It's like we, all, it's like really, mm-hmm. you guys don't even know what you believe. And that's the <laughs> other thing too. It's like I'll run into people, and I know more about the Bible than they do, mm-hmm. and they say they're a Christian. It's like, but do you know it says this? It's like, oh, what? Well, no, it's because I believe. It's like, no, you pick and choose what you want to believe. Yeah. That's the other thing too that dr- drives me crazy about like it's like they pick and choose what they want to believe from mm-hmm. the Bible, so they don't even like. And so for me, it was just really frustrating. I was just like, this is not even like. I don't even enjoy this. Like, I don't even get the, mm. you know, not the gist behind it, but I'm just like, I don't, it's not for me, I guess. Like, I don't know. Like, I know how to be positive and stay positive about stuff in my life. And, like, I don't, I've never felt, like, the fact, like, I've never felt like an, it's like an answer prayer. Like, I've been, mm. like, praying, like, oh, God, do this. Like, I've never mm. felt like, like, oh, here's an answer. <laughs> like, something like, I've never felt any of that in mm. my life before. So, like, when I stop, I guess, like, praying all the time, like, I never noticed a difference mm. because I was like, oh, I'm always supposed to do this. And then I'm, like, kind of, like, not, like, fit, like I guess, like, just trying to, like, make my mind up on my own. Like, I've been, like, I don't feel any different. Mm. And it's not like I'm trying – I'm not trying to, like, knock anybody for, like, believing in no, anything because uh, that's, all, that's all on you. And that's what I think, like, I think a lot of – but another thing that like, drives me crazy is, like, extremists, like, people, like, I don't care if you're, like, uh, an atheist or anything like that, but, like, Bill mm. Maher drives me insane because, like, <laughs> he calls people out. They're like, you're an idiot because you believe that. It's like, really, man? Mm. Like, you can't just be respectful of other people's beliefs. Like, you can be an atheist or you can be that. Just don't be an asshole about yeah. it. Like, don't be an asshole. Mm-hmm. Like, because there's plenty of people.
people that like Christians, like Christians do that too. It's like, they're like going to shove it down your throat. It's like, no man, don't do that. Cause that's yeah. not cool. Like, and I don't think that's really what you're supposed to be doing yeah, with yeah. that religion. Mm-hmm. You're not supposed to be shoving it down other people's throats. <laughs> like you don't even think you understand what you believe. Yeah. And so the, like, that's the kind of like frustrating thing to me. It's like, I've run into people who are a whole hell of a lot nicer that don't believe in anything mm-hmm. versus like a Christian. Mm-hmm. And so it's all like, I don't know. It's like, and like I said, I'm still not trying to knock it, sure, but sure. it's just like, for me, it's just like looking at it from the outside in, like, like outside looking in, it's just like, man, like all of this <laughs> is like, it's too scripted almost. Mm. <laughs> um, And, I always want to like I want to clarify for you cuz like everything that I ask the guests is is like their belief. So you, you can say whatever you want and it's just right, right, it's right. you and if someone disagrees wholeheartedly right, that's yeah, exactly. up to them. This yeah. this is you. Uh, <laughs> um so what denomination did you grow up in and uh, how did that sort of like Presbyterian church. So that was kind of cool like Presbyterian is like kind of thing it's like well and like Presbyterian churches like was one of the first denominations that that let gay preachers in, cool. so they've always been like the you know progressive like mm-hmm. type of like uh, church. But I, I grew and like the, like all the people there were cool and stuff in my church like that. But um, I guess like um, my parents would always drag me like this thing that was like this TV evangelist would do, <laughs> and uh, my sister actually went up to my sister went to school at Oral Roberts mm. in Tulsa, and um, she and I have like a lot of conversation about like theology and stuff because when she went to that school she had to take theology classes mm-hmm. and stuff and she was talking about like when we would go to like listening to, like these tv evangelists like <laughs> what they talk about is nothing like what mm. what she learned in like theology and like mm-hmm. stuff like that like what they taught her at that school like what they're actually teaching like theology is actually like what you're supposed to be learning what like what versus what like christians choose to like sure. pick and believe which is like <laughs> always what comes back to like aggravating me it's like why do you choose like pick and choose what you mm-hmm. want to believe from the bible when you think the bible is all right because there's mm-hmm. people like oh you can't get your tat like tattoos are against god all this stuff it's like okay well then so is cutting your hair because guess what in that same chapter of leviticus where it says mm-hmm. don't mark yourself it says don't cut your hair mm-hmm. so why isn't your hair like way down by your feet bro mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Like, exactly. It says don't groom yourself. So why why are you groomed then? Come on, tell me that. Like there, mm-hmm. it says also says don't eat shellfish, don't eat pork, don't eat like. Right. Tell me why you're eating that piece of bacon right there. Like, yeah. Um. So then, did you kind of like, did you transition out or did you just like not go? I just yeah. I went to when I went to East Central. We would always go. I wouldn't go every Sunday, but like the group mm-hmm. of my friends, we would just go like walk up to this, uh, like it was. It was called like the Trinity Baptist Church in Ada, mm. and we would go to it because they had like this thing for like college students and like, like <laughs> a coffee shop and stuff. So we'd always go, and then I think I just like I had friends and stuff, and we were just talking about stuff. And I just not that like I fell out of it, but I think it's just kind of like I kept like seeing like mm. holes in it, mm. especially for me. Like and like I said, this is just my beliefs. Right, right. Like this is just for me. What happened to me? And I saw, like, just being, like, I was, like, that, like, doesn't make sense. Because I would be, like, and just thinking about stuff, like, someone would be, like, oh, I didn't pass that test. I guess that was God's will. And I was, like, the fuck does that mean? Like, God's will made you, no, 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 no. no. Like, you would think that, like, I didn't, I, I prayed and I passed that test. I guess he didn't answer that prayer. Like, motherfucker, 
You have to put the work in. You can't just be like, hey, God, I know I didn't study for this test, I, I, this exam that I have today, but I know you'll put the knowledge in my head so I can pass it. Oh, thanks. Like, no, it doesn't work that way, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's one of the other thing, too. It drives me crazy. It's like people, it's like, oh, yeah. like it must have been God's will. It's like, really, man? It must be God. Like, come on. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just, like, to me, it just sounds so cliche. Um because I had a roommate that was, like, super into, like, religion, mm-hmm. and he would do, like, a devotional every night. And then on top of that, he would listen to rap music, mm-hmm. but it wouldn't be the edited version. Mm-hmm. It'd be, like, you know, they'd be saying fuck and shit and, like, and all that and, like, dropping mm-hmm. the N-word and stuff, and he'd be rapping along to it. He'd just edit himself and not cuss, and I'd be like, mm-hmm. so you're going to do your devotional and then listen to them talking about... Yeah. Blowing cocaine and banging yeah. women. Okay, that makes sense. Whatever, sure. man. <laughs> like it just didn't, like didn't like. I was like, why can't like? Mm. <laughs> did it did it ever work for you or like even whenever you were younger were you still kind of like? Eh. I don't know. Like I actually, I was thinking about it the other day. I was like, I was like, there was a point where I was like, I thought it worked, but then I was like, maybe because I was just being a sheep and told <laughs> that's what I was supposed to do. Because and then like looking back on it. I didn't really ever believe that. Like, I, mm-hmm. that was just what everyone else was doing. So I thought that was the mm-hmm. right thing. And, like, and so, like I said, like, I've never, once, like, I stopped going to church and, like, once, like, I stopped praying all the time, like, which I was thought I was supposed to do, yeah. like, I haven't felt a change in my life. I mm-hmm. haven't felt any different. Like, I haven't felt, honestly, like, things have been, like, not better, but, like, things have been, like, <laughs> I mean, not, not that sounds bad, but, like, mm-hmm. things have been, like, not, like... It's also, I like having Sundays where it's like, I can, especially like as a musician, like especially mm-hmm. when you play late at night, like two in the morning, it's nice to wake up at 1230 on a Sunday yeah. and be like, oh, guess what I'm going to do today? I don't know. What's a Netflix binge? Yeah. Like, you know, like it's <laughs> nice to not have anything to do on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, I don't know, like for me, it's just, it, not, not tedious, but it was just like, I didn't, once I stopped, like I couldn't, I, I haven't noticed a difference. Mm-hmm. And so it was just kind of, I was like, man, I think I was just kind of like blindly following it and doing it, like being a sheep because I was told I had, like, I was just like, this is what you have to do. So I was just blindly doing it (laughs) and I had no idea what I was doing. Mm -hmm. And so that's what I've kind of like come with the realization of it. It was like, I was just, well, dumb. I was like, I was just, you know, I was just a dumb kid. Like (laughs) I was told like, that was what you do. So I just, you know, followed suit. So I think that's kind of like me, like also was like kind of getting a kind of like also coming into college like that's where like people understand like that's where you mature a lot and Mm -hmm. like grow up and like find out a lot about yourself was in Mm -hmm. college and so that was like the thing is like kind of like an awakening for me it was like kind of taking the blinders off um and realizing i was like man there's so many different people in the world Mm -hmm. like and i don't think you think about that like when you're in high school (laughs) or like in middle school like you just realize like damn there's so many different people Mm -hmm. in the world how is like because i always like growing up like i always thought like being a Christian is the right way being like, and it's just like when you like realize how big the world is, especially like how Mm -hmm. big, like, man, like how crazy, like, especially like when I got into college, I got into like European soccer. And Mm. so like seeing like how, (laughs) like, just like, how like you know how like how big the world is like all those mm-hmm. people like most of those people don't even speak english mm. and like they play in like european soccer like yeah. like not of them english is not their first language <laughs> and so like a lot of it like to me was just kind of like a culture thing too i was like man there's like a lot out there more than just mm-hmm. like people like america like it's <laughs> like man that's not just us and like mm-hmm. it's not like it's not just God out there, because guess what? Muslims, and that's what I love telling like people, it's like, guess what? Muslims believe in the same gods the Christians do. No, they don't. 
It's like, yes, they do. No, 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 not my God. It's like, oh, come on. <laughs> like, really, man? Like, you don't you don't even know any that you don't even know about your faith. Mm. Like, that's the thing, thing people, too, is like they try to, like, thump you overhead with the Bible. And, like, they have no idea what they're talking about. Mm. And it's also, it's like, hey, man, why are you thumping me over the head with the Bible when I don't believe any of that stuff? So mm. you're just wasting your breath. It's like, well, the Bible says this. It's like, well, I don't live my life by the Bible. So mm. sorry. <laughs> you're going to run into a lot of problems, especially like people like that make me mad. It's like, oh, the president has to be a Christian. Why? Mm. Why Why does it matter what he believes in? Mm. Like, if, he, if if whoever the president, if they're a good leader, they, I, they could believe that the bri- a brick wall created them and whatever, like Humpty Dumpty farted and the world was created or something like, you know, they can you know, think something crazy right. like that. I don't care if they have good qualities as a person and a leader and stuff like that. That's fine. Like, why should it matter what they believe in? It mm-hmm. doesn't. It just makes you feel better about yourself or feel right. better because it's like, oh, at least we got a Christian in the office. Like, why? Because he's like you. Yeah. <laughs> why? Like, why? Because you don't, and you don't understand like other people's that there's other people in the world too. That was the other thing too, is like, I kind of realized it's like, it's kind of like, man, there's so many people in the world. Like, mm. why do you like, how do you know that the Christian, the Christian way is the right way? Like mm. you don't like you don't. And that's the <laughs> thing that like, I think that really like bothers me about that is like, mm. it's that way. Like he's the way it's like, what really? Come on. <laughs> do you know that for sure? Mm. Have you talked to a dead person? It's in heaven. Like that's the other thing too. It's like I know they're in heaven. It's like, well, do you? Have you been? Mm. And like it's not like being a jerk. It's just kind of being like kind of like poking holes in their logic. It's kind mm. of like, but why do you believe this? And they don't know. They can't tell you why. Mm. Because they don't know. They've just been told that their whole life. Right. And that was the thing that I didn't like. I was like, basically they're just sheep. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, I know you said you're still sort of like finding your way around your spirituality, but uh, I always make it a point to ask these two uh, questions first. Uh, God, question mark? Yeah, I believe that God created us. Like, <laughs> so, like, I'm not, I'm not, like, the big bang theorist or anything like that. Mm. Like, I believe a God created us, but I don't think it was the Christian God. Mm. Like, I definitely believe they hire, like, a higher being definitely had, like, all oh, okay. this, like, how complex we are as beings and how complex the world is and stuff mm. like this. Like, I, some higher being God had to create mm. us because it didn't just happen like the big bang mm. theory like that's just i've never been a fan of that so i've always mm. been like something had to create us because of how like fine tune everything mm. is like someone had to mm. and so that's what i believe but i it's definitely not the christian god okay so what is your definition of god is i don't know like i feel like he's just he was like hey man like let's just create something Boom, and then he's just like, all right, let's see what happens. Okay. Like, he doesn't have his hands on anything. Like, people like people want to believe it's like, oh, like, 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 oh, God, like, got to pray for your, like, uh, pray pray that God will put the right politician in office. It's like, have you ever heard of separation of church and state? Mm. <laughs> like, none of that really adds up. Like, so, I, I don't know, like, it, it, yeah, God created us. Like, that's, I'm, I mean, it's just because... To me, it's like, yeah, he had uh, God had to create us, <laughs> but I don't think it's mm. I don't think it's definitely a Christian God, and I don't think it's and I don't think it's a God that like has his hands on us, like we're not mm. puppets or anything. I think it's just kind of like he was like, let's make the Milky Way, like man, like he is like, and I believe there's so many other planets out there too that have mm. life on it too. I'm not I'm not one of those people. It's like oh, just Earth, like mm. man, like. You know how big space is. Like, there has to be someone else out there living mm. that haven't been able to reach us either because the technology's not there. Mm. Um, and then the other one is free will, question mark. Like, are, 
like, is it good that we have free no, will? No, do like, we have free will? Yeah? I, think, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I think we have free will. I'm pretty sure, like, to a certain, I mean, obviously, to a certain extent by laws and stuff, but, yeah, I think we have free will. Mm. Like, I mean, we're free to do, especially in, in America, where mm. they say we're <laughs> free to do as we choose, but, you know, it's... It's not like, for, you know, in China, like, I don't think there's a lot of bands in China because I don't think they let people play music in China. Well, I like, think um, more more a, a philosophical free will in that uh, the, generally it's uh, no, I, I get determinism or, yeah. like, everything that you do and choose is because of all of the things fate. that came like, before is that what you're, it. Is that what you're not saying? necessarily like, fate um, because that has like, a different connotation. Uh, but... Um, Things are determined because of the... Like your actions? Yeah, your actions are causal. Oh, yeah. Than, oh, I definitely... Rather than oh, uh, yeah. free will, which is like you choose what you do. You I, you choose what a, you do, yes. but you def, there's definitely consequences for your actions. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's pretty much like goes back to what... what uh, <laughs> one of... Uh, what is that? The Newton's theories, right? Mm. The every action has an equal mm. and opposite reaction. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, that's kind of the thing. It's like everything you do has a, it will have a, it will have you know consequences are a thing. Mm. And but I definitely think we have our free choice to make those and everything mm. like that. It's not. I don't believe it's faded. Like, have you do you watch the show Vikings? I don't. Okay, <laughs> so like they're obviously they believe in like Thor and like mm. Freya and like the gods like that. <laughs> and they believe that their lives are faded. Mm. And so, and like, I was thinking about that. Like, I was like, well, that'd be cool. Like, I mean, I don't know. I mean, who knows if that's true or not? Either. Like, who's to tell mm. them that they were wrong about that? But like, that's a definitely like crazy way of thinking. Like, man, mm. like our lives are faded. Like it's in the God's hands already. Like the gods mm. have already determined what we've done. It's like, whoa, that's mm. crazy. And I think that goes back to where it's like, I guess like they don't have free will, mm. but they do have free will. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's like, because like, I definitely think like we're free to do as we choose because hell, I mean... Who's to tell us we can't? I mean, within laws and stuff like that, but also like spiritually, like yeah, I think we definitely have free will to do mm. whatever we want to believe in, whatever we want to feel, yeah. whatever. Like, um, and then how do you be a good person? <laughs> oh, that's a good question. How do you be a good person? Um, I guess you would have to know the definition of a good person because, I mean, I guess that's, like, differs from each person. I mean, I guess that differs. What's your definition? I mean, I don't know. Like, just someone who, like, it's just someone who's friendly and not, like, negative about Mm. life and always, like, willing to help with something that's, you know, Mm. like, like, you know, um, patient or especially, like, when you have, like, you know, a question with someone, they don't get frustrated. You're Mm. asking them questions or something like that. (laughs) Like, I don't know. It's just, like, person who's good, kind-hearted. Like, everyone... I know everyone has their bad moments, but, like, mm. someone who's just, like, an all, like, around, like, I always, like, compare, like, um, I have a really good buddy who I was roommates with. Um, he, um, I guess this is, like, a nutshell of, like, a, what a good guy would be. We were at a show, and he bumped to this guy's table, and he knocked his beer off the thing mm. and shattered, and it was, like, a brand new beer. And he was, mm. like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. He's, like, what was that beer? And he was, like, it was a Guinness. And, like, the dude was pissed. Mm. And he's, like, I'll buy you a new one. He, and the guy was, like, yeah, right, whatever. And so he disappeared, mm-hmm. and he came back with a Guinness. And that guy was, like, bad-mouthing the entire time. And he brings <laughs> the beer back to him. The guy was, like, oh. And I'm so sorry about all the stuff I was saying about you. Like, <laughs> like, and that was like kind of like in a nutshell. Like that was like to me, it's like that's someone who's like mm-hmm. they like. Oh man, I'm so like, 
I, you know, mm. I messed up here. My bad. Let me <laughs> fix this and I will. Like, that's mm. to me, like, I, that's like to me, like, that's an example of like someone who's like that good of a person. It's like, mm. like they realize they made a mistake <laughs> and like they're not like, they're not like, oh, I'm sorry, like apologizing, like, oh, like, I got this, I'm sorry, let me go fix the problem, it came back, and like, even like, that guy, you know, was like, just saying all this shit about him, and he's like, a guy, like, didn't know what he was doing, like, like, saying he was drunk and all this, and he brings the beer back to him, and he couldn't, he, like, he was like, oh, he had to bite right. his tongue, because he was like, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you talk about, uh, like, being positive or not being negative, what's the importance of being a positive person, and are you, like, an optimist and yeah in I, I definitely say i'm an optimist like i just look at it as like a thing like the way people are negative about with who the president is right now like mm-hmm. i'm not going to get into political beliefs because i hate both parties so i'm not going <laughs> to get into political beliefs but like i said like it, the thing that bothers me is like people it's like they it's like oh it's coming from him so they hate the idea of like because he's an idiot all around it's like can you even just like mm. Like, hey, man, guess what? Like, you may hate the guy and you hate that he's president, but guess what? Like, if you're going to keep being negative about it, you're just going to be miserable the entire time he's Mm. in office, man. And you're going to make yourself crazy Mm. thinking every time he comes on your TV, you're like, I hate you, fuck you, man. Like, you're going to drive yourself crazy because you're Mm. not going to be ever happy about it. Mm. And, like, I can't understand. It's like, yeah... Every, a lot of stuff he's done is despicable and everything like that, but, like, you can't even acknowledge, like, something, like, mm. one good thing. You can't just be like, yeah, that's that's a good... It's like, nope, not with him. It's like, okay, well, then who's mm. the... Or who's worse? You or him? <laughs> like, come on. Like, if we're mm. trying... If you're trying to be, like, saying you're a better person than he is because of all the stuff he's done, if mm. you're being negative and treating him... Keep treating him poorly, mm. why are you not even giving him a chance mm. to try? And, like, I, I don't care. Like, it doesn't bother me. I don't care. I didn't vote. Mm. I voted for... Gary Johnson, so I knew my <laughs> candidate was going to win. I just couldn't vote for either one of them because mm-hmm. I didn't like either one of them. So <laughs> I just I just don't get the point of like why like we did like people did that to Obama when he was in office. Like they did like like kept being negative about it. It's like we're not going to get anywhere if we can't come together, man. Mm-hmm. Like you may not agree that like at all like what he what what he stands <laughs> for and anything, but guess what? If we don't come together as Americans, we don't come together as a people. Mm. then we're gonna, we're doomed anyway. Like, and that's what I don't understand. It's like, why can't you be still have a positive outlook on stuff mm. and, like, being able to, like, no. It's like, oh, he's being stubborn. It's like, oh, let's not make him stubborn. Let's actually go do stuff. Like, talk to him. Like, do stuff. Mm. Like, let's find a way. Let's not just be negative and be, act the same way. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no reason to act ugly to ugly people. Like, mm-hmm. that's not how you win. Yeah. <laughs> and so, like, that's what I just don't understand. It's like, you're going to keep yourself unhappy the entire time mm-hmm. he's in office if you're going to be negative about it the whole time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> how I do you... don't understand <laughs> that. Like, I don't know why you would want to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do you embrace possibil- the possibility, positivity in your own life? Um, I think it just comes down to, like, like what happens in a day. Like, what kind of, like, mm-hmm. in a nutshell, kind of, like, what, what adversities you face of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, can really dictate like how you, how you, how your day goes and how like you respond to stuff. Cause, mm. um, I'm just a real, like, I always try to be positive just because for me, like I'm, I'll be happier. Mm-hmm. Like I don't show, like, I'm not very good with showing emotions, but like if I'm like, just, if I'm just sitting there, like, I'm not like, it's like, oh, you look grumpy or tight. It's like, no, I'm just hanging out. Like, I'm fine. Like, I'm just, like, I don't smile a lot. So I'm not going to show, I'm not going to show emotion because I don't smile a lot. Right. But I'm all, like, I'm, I'm really, I like, I like being able to start, like, I guess I'm not, is it punctual is not the word, but like, I guess I'm very, 
routine. Like, I like to be able to start my day the same way mm. every morning because, I want I live by myself. So, like, <laughs> I like to be able to, like, start my day the same way every morning. Mm. That way, like, I'm in the routine of, like, I know I'm going to have, like, a good positive day. So, like, right. I always wake up and make coffee or make a smoothie or something like breakfast or whatever. And there's a radio mm. show that I listen to out of Miami that comes on at 8 o'clock in the morning, 9 <laughs> o'clock there. And so uh, I have a radio app that you can listen to, like, all these radio stations around. TuneIn app. Cool. The TuneIn app. Mm-hmm. You can listen to, like, all these different radio stations around mm. America. So I'll listen to the radio station, the radio show that starts at 8 in the morning. <laughs> and so I'll just wake up, like, 7.30, make breakfast or make coffee or something like mm-hmm. that. And, like, I'll, you know, read the news and listen to that radio show. And that's mm-hmm. what, and, like, that's my routine every morning because that's the way, like, I know how to start off a positive day because it's a it's a funny radio show. Like they just they mm. they're a sports radio show, but they don't talk about sports. Like there's mm. pop culture, so they mm. talk about like just funny stuff, and there's just goofy guys, and so it's just a good way to like start my day. It's just kind of like yeah, this yeah. is a good like just laugh, like being yeah, able yeah. to laugh and start your day off that way. Like because mm. I I always try to like because it's I know I'm gonna have a good day if I'm, I'm listening to the, like start my day off mm-hmm. listening to that radio show, and I try not to like read any like discouraging news or anything either sure, because sure. I just I hate the news anyway because <laughs> all I mean only good news is bad news so like I'll try to like and when I do read news like it's just like let me look, let me open up BBC and see what's happening because mm. I'm not reading <laughs> I'm not reading anything from here like no thank you mm. um last question I have uh I mean I asked you for advice for like starting drummers but now it's just advice in general what advice do you have for people um don't be a dick <laughs> I know, like, there's times, like, I'm when I'm, a, I'm like, when I'm a dick, but, like, don't be a dick because there's, you don't know what someone else is going through during mm. a day. Like, you could walk up to somebody and, uncon- like, just not doing, like, just, uh, I guess, unconsciously, right, or mm. not thinking why doing it and just be, not negative, but just give, like, a bad vibe off to somebody mm. and you have no idea what that person had gone through that, like, that morning that, like, they may have just got, like, divorce papers. They may, like, mm. you know, like, something crazy like that. Or, yeah, they, yeah. or they had car trouble and they had to walk to school. Or, like, you know, like, <laughs> and, like saying, like, some, like, snark comment, like, oh, look at you. Like, something like that. Mm-hmm. Like, you never know. And that could be, like, the last thing that set that person off. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like, maybe they had no sleep the night before and they're, like, stressed <laughs> as fuck out. And, like, you say something mean to them or it's just mm. being a dick. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I just, I always try to think about it's, like, man, I know when I'm having a bad day, I would like someone to, like, at least be like, hey, man, how are you? How are things going? Mm-hmm. Like, even that would just kind of, like, cheer me up. Yeah. Um. So, like, I always try to remember it's, like, I, there's other people in the world besides besides me, besides yourself. Yeah. Like, the world does not revolve around you at all. <laughs> and I think that's I think that's also something you learn as you grow up, mm-hmm. too, is, like, hey, man, like, it's not about <laughs> you. Like, as much as, like self-centered you are as a kid or something like that and like how like your awareness to other people is not mm-hmm. there as a kid man like yeah once you like and i think that's like the difference from like an 18 year old to like a 21 year old <laughs> especially like someone who's coming into college versus like someone who's about to leave college like mm. you learn a lot about like you mature a lot in college and so it's like mm. it's just something that's like trying to be I know, like, if I, <laughs> like, give advice to, like, if I could give advice to my 18-year-old self, i go kick his ass, you know, about some <laughs> stuff. Because, like, it's just, like, you were an idiot. Like, you thought you knew everything, and you don't. Mm. Like, um, so I, it's just, like, always be positive, man, because you can't, you never know who you're going to run into, and you never know who that person could be, either, yep. if you're a jerk to him. They could, you know, so never, <laughs> you know, always try to stay positive and try to always cheer somebody up, because you'll need that one day. Yeah, I like that. Thank you for doing this with me. 
honestly, like it, I wasn't expecting how much like you would talk. Oh right, this yeah, is, like yeah. fun. Uh, <laughs> um, where can we find you and your things? Plug some, th- um, some stuff. I really don't have. Uh, the only thing I have is a Twitter. I guess it's <laughs> my Twitter handle is who's Henry Alex. Um, but uh, you can find all of uh, the band that I'm in, Packing for Pluto. We have a website, uh, packingforplutomusic.com, and we have uh, all social media. We have Twitter, Instagram, mm-hmm. Facebook, YouTube, and that's just all at Packing for Pluto. Cool. So um, that's where you can find me. Is yeah. on I run the band's Instagram page, so okay. I'm that's <laughs> that's secretly my account, but that's the band's account. Right, I'm, right. I'm the one posting the stuff off of it, yeah. so. You also get the best views, so yeah, 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 yeah. I'll, I'll do the Instagram <laughs> stories from shows because it's behind the kit. So yeah. <laughs> um, well, cool. Uh, thank you for doing this with me. I'm Santiago Ramones. I'm Alex Henry. Uh, you can find all the stuff that I do on my website, SantiagoRamones.com. I make music. Um, I'm not familiar with the date. I haven't done the math to figure out what day this will go up um but uh, i'm doing metro music fest on april 6th um and you guys probably oh yeah we are too. Too. Yeah, yeah so uh, you, yeah we already got see. our stage too yeah uh where are y'all at tap work stage cool five to five fifty nice i'm at uh sonic water stage six okay. to six forty oh, yeah. um so that should be fun and um Maybe it will have happened already, but uh, <laughs> thanks for coming. Uh, <laughs> um, I also do this podcast. You can find it on my website. Uh, you can leave comments on the podcast on the website. You can leave comments if you watch it on YouTube. You can leave reviews on iTunes or uh, on Apple Podcasts through the podcast app. Uh, let me know what you think. And um, I always end the podcast with my three things. They shape my life philosophy. Those three things are love never fails. It's going to be okay. I might be wrong.